Do you feel guilty for taking time for yourself? Maybe you feel like you just can't seem to find the time and energy for yourself. Maybe lastly, you're constantly putting yourself last because you feel like in order to be the best mom, you have to put everyone else's needs first. If any of those three things are true about you, please listen. This is the episode for you. Hello and welcome to the Mental Health and Motherhood with Marika podcast. I am your host, Marika, and I am so beyond incredibly grateful that you are here, that I get to share my journey. I get to share the lessons I've learned so far in life and the lessons that I'm learning and kind of share it as I go. Um, That's at least my hope for this podcast. Hey mama, I am so excited that you are here today for today's episode. Today's episode is all about the importance of making time for yourself. Because the thing is, it's not selfish to make yourself a priority. The world and ourselves, we love to tell us that it's selfish to make time for ourselves and that instead of taking time for ourselves, we could be doing something else for our kids or for our family or for our jobs. But the thing is, In order to be your best you, you have to prioritize yourself. I used to believe that I had to constantly put others first, that I had to give, 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 give of myself and whatever was left, then I would give back to myself. The thing is, there was never anything left. I was constantly resentful, resentful towards myself for not being better for everyone else, resentful towards other people, to be honest, because they got the love that I wanted from myself. I was exhausted, constantly burnt out. I was angry all the time. And honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I was half-assing every area because I just couldn't get ahead of the game, I felt like. So if this is you, please keep listening. Today, we're going to deep dive into three myths that I used to believe And honestly, a lot of mamas and people in general still believe. And then some tips that I have to make prioritizing yourself a little bit easier. And then finally, I'm going to end with some suggestions of things that I like to do for taking time for myself because they don't have to be these extravagant things. It can be as simple as taking a minute, sitting outside, drinking a hot tea, And just enjoying peace and quiet for a minute and then going back to your regular life. It doesn't have to be this full day event. It doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. So three myths that I used to believe and that I honestly think a lot of people still believe. Number one is that self-care is selfish. I used to believe that even wanting time for myself or desiring going out for dinner without my daughter with me made me a bad mom. That it made me selfish and that... Instead of wanting that, I should have been wanting to spend more time with her and I should have been wanting to spend more time doing the things that would help our family. I couldn't justify going out for dinner without her. I couldn't justify hanging out with my friends without her. I still did, but the whole time that I was out with my friends or that I was getting my nails done instead of being with her, I would guilt trip myself. I would tell myself, wow, I'm missing out on so much. The thing is, Most of the time, she was actually sleeping. So was I missing out on anything? No. But the thing is, even if she wasn't sleeping, I still would have been making myself a better mom by taking time for myself. The second myth that I used to believe is that my needs should be met after everyone else. That I should give, 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 give constantly 
And then whatever's left at the end of the day, give back to myself. But the thing is that I would plan to work out or I would plan to read or journal at 10 p.m. at night when my daughter was finally sleeping or the family and everything else was finally sorted when I was done work. But by the time 10 p.m. rolled around, 90% of the time I ended up just going to bed because I was exhausted and I didn't want to take more energy because I knew the next day was going to be exhausting already. So putting myself last actually ended up that I never met my own needs. And this led to a lot of resentment towards myself. And as I said earlier, towards a lot of other people. The third myth that I used to believe is that self-care has to be these extravagant, expensive, full day, long events that we do. I used to believe that, you know, you had to go get your nails done or spend a day at the spa or spend money going, getting a massage, all these extravagant things. Yes, those things are wonderful. Yes, those things are great. But that's not what taking time for yourself always has to look like. So three truths to kind of combat those three myths is number one is taking care of yourself is not a luxury thing that only the rich and the famous and the wonderful moms get to do. It's actually an essential part to being a mom, let alone it's an essential part to being a human being. In order to be the best human we can be, we have to take time to fill ourselves up. We have to take time for ourselves so that our cup is overflowing with love. So that all day when we're giving to other people, at the end of the day, our cup's not empty. We're not going to feel burnt out. We're not going to feel angry. We're going to still have some left for ourselves. Number two is that your family, your life, your job, your business, whatever your life looks like they deserve they deserve the best version of you and honestly that's only going to happen if you start putting yourself first because if you constantly keep putting yourself last like you're probably doing right now then you're going to keep putting yourself last and your needs are never going to get met i know that sounds harsh but I lived that reality for four years of my motherhood journey i i experienced that i experienced thinking if I put everyone else first, then at the end of the day, I'll finally give to myself and then the next day I'll be even better for everyone. But the thing was, it didn't work and I never made time for myself because I was always exhausted by that time. So instead, making time for myself in the morning before the rest of the house is up, before the day begins, makes me the best version of myself so that all day long I can give to them and I don't feel resentment. I don't feel angry towards them because my cup's already been filled up. The third thing is that it doesn't have to be these extravagant, expensive, long, full day things. It can be as simple, as I said earlier, as a minute of drinking a warm, keyword warm, <laughs> tea outside enjoying the quiet before going back inside and dealing with the chaos of motherhood of life in general it doesn't have to be these extravagant things those things are awesome and honestly I believe that those things sometimes still have to happen but they don't need to happen every single day because I think taking care of yourself and making yourself a priority needs to happen every day whether that looks like a minute a day two hours a day, 10 minutes a day, whatever that looks like in your life and your schedule, make time for yourself daily, not once a month, not once every couple months, not once a week daily, because there is so much importance 
by doing this and your family, your life deserves the best version of you. So I have six tips for you. Number one would be schedule in your me time. Now that might sound really, really weird, but this is something I do on Sundays. I sit down and I schedule, when am I going to take time for myself? I schedule it in my planner on my Google Docs and also on my hardcover happy planner. And I write, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have a bath on Tuesday night. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go for a drive by myself. I schedule in these things and then when that day comes, when that moment comes, even though there's dishes to be done and even though there's kids to be dealt with or other things of my to-do list to do, I prioritize my me time and it's really hard to start doing that, but it's so essential. Don't miss this appointment with yourself just like you wouldn't miss a doctor's appointment or just like you wouldn't miss an appointment with your friends. Make yourself a priority. Number two is build a support network and tell them what you need, whether that's a best friend, a partner, a family member, a babysitter. I need some me time right now because I'm feeling really burnt out. So can you go do the dishes or can you just take the kids to the park for a minute so I can just have some quiet? They don't know what you need unless you tell them. This is a myth that (laughs) another myth that I used to believe that people could read my mind that without telling them what I needed, they just knew because they had to know. That's not the case. Most of the time, they have no idea what you need. And you might see the millions of things that need to get done, but they won't. So simply just ask. And honestly, this is really hard to do, but slowly build up to asking for the big things. Maybe first do, hey, I need a minute. I'm really feeling burnt out. I'm feeling stressed. Can you just take the kids? I'm just going to go for a quick walk or I'm just going to lay in bed for a minute and then slowly work up to, hey, can you take the kids to the park for a couple hours because I just need a break. So the third thing is stop apologizing for taking time for you. I am really, really bad at this and it's still something that I'm really working towards is I'll tell my partner, hey, can you take Averroes and go do this because I need to have a bath or I need to have a rest. And then I'll say, I'm sorry, like I'll make it up to you. Don't don't do that. Stop apologizing. You need this just as much as your partner does or your friends do. So just stop apologizing. Again, it's easier said than done, but work towards stopping to apologize for taking time for yourself and you'll stop feeling guilty and you'll stop feeling selfish a lot quicker. Number four is start small. Don't start with these extravagant, every day I'm going to get up and I'm going to work out and I'm going to do this big morning routine and I'm going to spend three hours by myself. Don't do that. Start small. Start with, I'm going to get up 10 to 15 minutes early so I can journal and enjoy a hot cup of tea before the family wakes up. And then slowly add to it. Maybe you don't even have 10 to 15 minutes. So, hey, today I'm going to put the TV on for the kids. And I'm going to have five minutes before sitting down with them where I just breathe. Even just listening to something as simple as affirmations can be taking care of yourself. The fourth thing or the fifth thing would be set boundaries for yourself. So, Ava Rose, when I first started waking up early in the morning, she used to wake up too. And at first I started kind of, okay, well today I'm just not going to do my morning routine because she's up. But then I started feeling that resentment again because she was getting the love that I desired to give to myself, that I needed for myself to be the best version of me for her. 
So then I started setting the boundaries. She would wake up and I would say, Ava Rose, again, she was four. If you have a toddler or even a baby, this isn't going to work. But she was four and I would say, Ava Rose, this is mommy's time. This is my time where I work out, where I journal, where I read. I can give you cuddles while I read and I journal, but I need to do this for me. So either you can lay on the couch, cuddle me if I was doing the reading and journaling, or you can go back to bed. Most of the time she just loved to watch and she would end up falling asleep on the couch. That's a hard boundary to set, but the more you set it, the more you are showing your children the importance of prioritizing yourself. Which is the last, the final tip is remind yourself that you're setting an example, not only for your kids, but for your partner, for people in your life. I love to remind myself when I don't want to get out of bed that what am I teaching my daughter by taking time for myself? Or what am I teaching her if I don't make time for myself? If I'm always irritable, grumpy, resentful, what is that teaching her that I need that she needs to give, give, give and never make time for herself? I want her to grow up and learn that taking care of herself is so important and that it's a priority. So that's why I prioritize myself. And that really helps me feel less selfish because it's a reminder that I'm not just doing this for me. I'm actually doing this to teach her a major positive, healthy habit that I wish I would have had when I was little. So those are my tips. Here are some suggestions that I love to do also that other people love to do. Um, I love going for a drive specifically in the country with my favorite podcast or music on and then I'm typically drinking a tea out of my thermos. That's just something that really brings me a lot of peace. I love going for walks, listening to some music, maybe something as simple as getting up five to ten minutes earlier. I have this extravagant morning routine that really builds me up before everyone else gets up. I get up at 3.45 every day. Again, that's not something I advise for anyone else if you're not a morning person. But again, I used to say I wasn't a morning person and now I thrive off of my morning routine. Uh, you could have a bubble bath. I would add some wine, maybe some chocolate, um, some calm music to that. You can move your body. Moving my body is probably, again, one of my favorite things to do for myself because I carry a lot of my anxiety and a lot of my doubt and a lot of my fear physically on my body. So moving my body just helps to release that. You can join a mom group to keep yourself accountable or even reach out to one of your friends. Hey, this week, my goal is to spend five minutes every single day for myself. Likely, they're not going to be like, wow, why would you do that? They're either going to say, wow, how can I support you? Or, hey, I want to do that too. Let's do it together and keep each other accountable. You can read, you can journal, you can schedule in time for a hobby that you might like. You can do yoga, you can meditate. Honestly, you can have something as simple as listening to your favorite song and having a dance party, even with your kids. That's what I love to do on those really stressful days. And I think this is kind of a bonus tip is remind yourself of what you would say to your best friend. So if your best friend came to you and was like, hey, can you take my kids today? Because I'm just, I'm just up to my ears in just stress and I feel like I'm going to explode and I just need some me time you're most likely not going to be like, wow, why would you do that? You're going to support her and you're going to encourage her to take time for yourself. So if that's what you would say to your best friend, say that to yourself. Because the thing is, you need to be your best version of yourself, not only for you, for your family and for your life. 
thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you're able to take even just one little thing from this in order to start making time for yourself. I would love if you reached out to me and told me what you thought about this episode and that you shared this with a mama friend or just a friend in general that you really think needs this reminder of the importance of taking time for yourself screenshot this share it on your instagram stories and make sure to tag me at underscore mental health mama underscore i can't wait to hear back from you